You're listening to the Essential Oil Coach Podcast. In today's podcast, you guys are going to get a behind the scenes, listen in opportunity to a conversation that was happening between Marilyn McKee, one of our essential oil coaches and the amazing McKay Tautu. Now, if you don't know McKay, you should. (laughs) She is so much fun. I actually met her doing a radio show for KSL in Salt Lake City years ago. And within five seconds of meeting her, I remember thinking, how, how can I be your friend? <laughs> how can I stalk you? I love you. I just want to be in your presence. What's your number? And one of the reasons why I fell in love with McKay and, and why I wanted her as a friend was because she just had this incredible vision and drive to help empower women throughout the world who were building businesses and wanting to build successful families and really wanted to not just, you know, make an income, but make the impact for good in the world. And I just wanted to do whatever she was doing (laughs) and go big. So in the future, you're going to be seeing some amazing courses coming out, live events that you guys can attend. But for the time being, listen in to this amazing conversation on generational healing. Such an important topic. She's going to explain what it is and explain what to look for if you are ready to heal your family history. So as we're talking about generational healing, let's let's bring in some essential oils. Uh, as we're doing the work for the ancestral, ancestor generational reprogramming, we like to call it, I like to bring in oils um, that help support that. So look at the tree oils, look at white fur, look at Siberian fur, look at uh, even um, pedigree. All those oils can be wonderful applied to the spine. So bring some of those in, get cozy, and listen in and uh, and take some great notes, you guys. I know your life is about to change. I'm so excited to talk to you guys about generational healing and the oils and how they are the most amazing tools and can just jumpstart the healing and the shifts and the changes that you want in your life. I cannot imagine my life without doTERRA. I can't imagine my life without these oils. So you product users out there, get a piece of paper and a pen and listen up because I'm going to teach you secrets to those little oils on your shelf that you never even imagined. (laughs) It's so awesome. Okay, but before we get started, you need to understand a couple of things. Number one is aromatherapy. And I know we had Pamela Hudson, who is a rock star in aromatherapy. And in case you missed that podcast of Callie's, go back and watch it. It's super awesome. But the bottom line is the way aromatherapy works is with the neural pathways in your brain. And each oil contains a property that helps enhance a certain emotion. So for example, lavender is the oil of communication. So if you're smelling lavender, around the time where your teenagers are coming home and usually life is crazy and maybe there was a little headbutting in the morning and you want to calm things down and have everybody communicate appropriately, diffuse some lavender before the kids get home from school. And it literally works on a chemical level with the chemicals in their brain to produce chemicals that invite healthy communication. So it's very, very, very real. Aromatherapy is very real. And a lot of generational healing will use aromatherapy. The way the oils work chemically with your body is they are, doTERRA is 100% pure. Not only 100% pure, they are 
planted in their indigenous environment where the soils and the, the um, elevation and the humidity are all right. So the vibration of these oils, the creation of these oils are to their highest potential possible on this planet. And they go through a massive testing process. So they are intelligent. They are God's creation, literally. So your body welcomes them. When you use them topically, your body knows what to do with this pure natural element. Super awesome. Okay, so you have to understand that. The other thing that we want to talk about with generational healing, and you might think, what is generational healing? What the heck is that? So we're going to go a little science in a minute, but the bottom line is if you look for the patterns in your life that you don't love, think of if that is something that happened in your family. Think if that's something you could have inherited. And we'll come up with, we'll tell you a formula later on so you can kind of learn how to plug this in. But it's just the patterns in your life that need to be healed. And you guys, I don't take this lightly. I mean, we're going to be talking pretty vanilla today, but there are some serious patterns that can be very, very detrimental to families. There's, there's easier ones, like, not easier ones, but more simple ones, like maybe, um, maybe overeating, maybe even um, certain thought processes of like not being enough, but then there's really serious ones, like maybe there's abuse that runs in, your, in the generations of your family or addiction. So all of these we can work on with our oils actually and do this generational healing. We are a generation of generational healers. It is actually kind of a spiritual thing. If you're a scripture person, look in your, Bible. It talks a lot about the third and fourth generation. And the reason is that's kind of where you see a lot of heavy generational stuff showing up. So this is how. There's epigenetics. And epigenetics is, it's kind of coming to huge life right now. It was actually discovered back in the 1920s and really kind of started, scientists started playing with it kind of heavily in the 70s. But ever since the turn of the century, we have like really been diving into this because we're wondering, why is there so much cancer? Why is there so much depression and anxiety? Why are there these trends and other diseases? Like what about um, Alzheimer's? What about dementia? These types of things that weren't around about 200 years ago, right? So there's a lot of things that we're starting to realize have something to do with the epigenetics. So epigenetics is, genetic has to do with the genome, and that's your DNA. That is your DNA. It's like the, it, this, the blueprint of who you are. It's the script of who you are. The epigenetics or the epigenome is around the DNA, and it is like the director of the script. So you could have somebody, like say you got cloned, and you guys just look on, just do your research. Do your research and look at some of the studies done on this. It's fascinating. But let's just say that there, um, you got cloned. You were cloned when you were created, <laughs> and there is a person on the planet who has your exact DNA, who is totally you, like DNA-wise, has the same script as you. But that person was raised in a totally different place. Maybe they were raised on a farm and you were raised in the city. Well, if you come together 50 years later, you're going to look differently. 
you're going to act differently. And that's all because of the influence, like the epigenetics. Epi means um, in addition to. So it's in addition to your genetics. Well, sometimes these epigenetics can be compressed so greatly that they don't get, they don't get released. And just like we pass on in the sperm and the egg, the color of our eyes and the color of our hair and our skin, we will pass along personality traits. But they don't always come in that next generation. It might take a couple generations where they, before they show up because it depends on the circumstance and the things that decide to turn on certain characteristics. So I hope that wasn't too complicated. <laughs> But all it really means is the epigenetics are, they are influenced in what you do, what you eat, maybe the stress levels that you have. It can literally change DNA and it can be passed on. So this can happen like, so I wanted to give you an example of like, okay, how this could be in a good way. So every cell has cell memory. And when you have something major that happens in your life. Something that really, really impacts you emotionally because our emotions are what create a lot of the, the EPA part. <laughs> Something that happens to you emotionally, it will imprint on this cell, right? It really, it, it records every, everything that happens is recorded on every cell of our body. So there's actually a couple of stories that I thought were kind of fascinating. Um, like there was this one girl, shoot, I should have looked the stories up. <laughs> Anyway, there is this one girl and she received a heart transplant, a little girl. And the girl who, who died, um, she received her heart. Um, okay, so the girl who received the heart of the little girl who died, she was actually murdered. She was killed. And the girl who received the, the heart after the transplant started dreaming about the murder. And they were actually able to identify the killer of the girl who died from this other little girl's dreams. And they didn't know each other. So that's really amazing proof what was recorded in her cells and what was coming out to tell her story. Um, there's another lady. I love this story. She was older. She was like, I think she was in her 80s. And she received a heart transplant. And when she started to heal from her heart transplant, she like craved chicken nuggets and she loved beer and she loved motorcycles. Well, it turns, and this was not her character. And it turns out that the fellow who, whose heart she received was a teenager and he died in a, in a um, motorcycle accident of his bike that he loved. And he loved chicken nuggets and he loved drinking beer. So these things, these, these um, characteristics that are shaped by our, our circumstance are recorded in our cells, in our bodies. So this is where the, the generational healing comes in. So something that is bad that is generational, I hope this is interesting to you guys because this, this, before we get to our protocols, you have to understand the background. <laughs> so something that might not be so great generationally um, is if you think of someone who might be a hoarder who holds on to things, who just can't let things go. If you look back in her history or his history, I bet you within those four generations, sometimes it's more, but usually one, two, three, four generations back, you're gonna find an ancestor who, a direct ancestor who 
lost everything somehow or lost, maybe, um, maybe they lost a child. Maybe their home burned down and they lost everything. Maybe they um, were crossing the plains and, you know, moving back in the pioneer age and, and lost everything along the way. And so this feeling, and they never let it go. They never recovered from it. This feeling of needing to hold on tight, it, it was passed on. It was compacted in the DNA. So here's the key. This is why we have to release our stuff. We have to release our stuff. And you guys, I have studied this. I have prayed about this. I have worked with a lot of people and we are a generation of generational healers. We have it in our souls, the ability to change this lineage, the things that we don't like. And we are creators. We have it within our souls, the ability to recreate things. And this epigenetics, it can be changed. And the DNA can actually be changed as the epigenetics is changed. So cool. Are you obsessed? I'm obsessed. Okay. Some other bad ones, maybe they're thought patterns. Like the one I run into and all the time that just makes me batty. And I even do it myself is I'm not enough. I'm not enough in this way, or I'm not enough in that way, or scarcity thinking, um, or everything has to be like a struggle. So these are some of the thought patterns that create um, tendencies or personality traits or actions that keep this pattern going on in our family, right? Okay, so here's the protocol. Oh, look at the protocol in it. How are we doing time? We're doing good. Okay. So um, the first thing that you need to do is identify the pattern. So think in your life right now, something, a pattern in your family or in your life or in yourself that you don't like. You know when you're doing something and it just doesn't feel like you or something's happening to you and you're just like, this just doesn't feel like me. Like I'm not somebody who's depressed. I'm not, I mean, I, I'm not like this. You know when you feel that way? It's very, very, very possible. It's because it's, it's not your original genetic makeup. It was passed to you. So when you feel like that, identify that feeling. What is the pattern that I don't want? It's not working for me anymore. It could be financial. It could be something where you've had generations where maybe people have a lot and then they lose it all. Or maybe they struggle, 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 right? Maybe it's a communication thing in your family. So just think right now of a pattern that you don't like. It doesn't even have to be something you don't feel like it's you. It can just be something you don't like. Okay, so there's three questions that I think really help identify, is this a generational issue? So the first one, when you think of this pattern, is you think, is this something that I created? Is this something I created? So for example, if I have somebody, okay, so let's go back to the, the hoarder. Say I'm somebody who hoards things. I keep them. Is that rude to say hoarder? I don't mean a rude. <laughs> I really don't. Okay. But somebody who like has to keep a lot, like they can't get rid of anything. And did I ever have a situation where there was great loss that triggered this? And I'm telling you guys, one thing that I love, love, love about what I do and about the oils is it, they allow us to listen to our body, to listen to our soul, to listen to the earth. And so you'll find the answers to this question easier than you think. Just go with whatever the first thought is. Just go to the quietest, quietest voice and you'll, you'll know, is this something that I created? And then if you can 
if you can say, oh gosh, when I was three, our house did burn down, or my parents got divorced and my dad took everything, or my mom took everything. Like if you can go back to a time where you had great loss and ever since then you remember having to hold things, then this is not generational, but holy cow, awesome time to face this and release this properly so that you're not passing it on. And if you already have kids, well, the cool thing about generational healing is when you change things, it heals it backwards and forwards. But that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> so don't worry. You might have to work at their habits, but you can change. You can change this, this healing that needs to be happening. Okay. But if you think, gosh, no, nothing ever happened to me. So this must be inherited, right? And one easy way is you look at mom and dad is is this mom's line or is this dad's line? And then there's work we can do from there. But it, say you're adopted and you don't know your mom and dad. If you're adopted, your heart will tell you, is this genetic? Is this in my, my epigenetics? Your heart will tell you, okay? So the second question, okay, is this something I created? Is this something I inherited? Is this something I passed on? So keep yourself in check. Is this something I passed on? Can I see this pattern? Do I need to help? my um oh my gosh my mind just went like um what do you call it what do you call your kids <laughs> anyway do i need to help my kids and grad kids to change these posterity do i need to help my posterity to change these things okay so those are your three questions when you're working on generational healing so you identify the pattern second thing is we need to know how to use the oil so with generational healing, aromatherapy, so in your diffuser, or there's places on your body you can put the oils. Actually, I'm just like, how deep do we go in this podcast? There's places in your body that are really obvious. So like your heart, your heart needs healing. So you can use oils on your heart. I love to use that on my wrists, behind my ears, on my brainstem. But this is a little deeper, but sometimes we have chronic pain or we have chronic 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 illness and it's related to behavior it's related to emotions that are generational if you have a weird feeling i need to put this oil on my liver put it on your liver on your arm whatever put it where your body tells you to put it because you're having effects there from the healing that needs to happen okay so um i let's see what do i want to teach you next Sometimes when we sit down to address these changes we wanna make, we don't know where to start. We feel blocked. And I was just having a block the other day. I was, I was having a block because, because I was trying to come up with some protocols. And I just felt so blocked, I couldn't think. And one of my oil lover friends, she was like, McKay, get out your citrus bliss and your cypress and your um, clary sage and use your oils and get through your block. So this brings me to your tool. If you don't have this book, it has my name really big because I give them away constantly. And this is my, <laughs> this is my goal to buy it for people and not just keep giving them mine because <laughs> I go without my book. Um, this is Emotions and Essential Oils. And this is your oil emotional Bible. This will totally guide you through the generational healing that you need. So the reason she told me Citrus Bliss is because that's the oil of creativity. 
it awakens the creative juices that you need to flow inside your body. Um, the clary sage, that is the oil of clarity and vision. And it's actually a super, super spiritual oil. So I'm just going to take the last, I think we have about 10 minutes and I'm going to walk you through some of these oils and then some of the patterning protocols. But for example, um, oh, I wanted to read you clary sage. So clary sage, and remember, they work with the neural pathways in our brain to help invite these types of feelings. And there's ways to create those new neural pathways. And that's kind of another podcast too, but your trick is when you're using the oil, make the change, use it to help you act on the way things should be. A great way to do that is creating a declaration so that you're saying something that is creating this, the new neural pathway in your brain of what you want. And when you're saying that while you're using the oil that invites those emotions, it's so much easier to create that neural pathway because you're doing it on a chemical level. It's so cool. So Clary Sage is the, the oil of clarity and, and vision. And I'm just going to read a little bit of that. So Clary Sage assists individuals in changing their perceptions. It gives courage to see truth. One of the finest oils of the brow chakra, Clary Sage dispels darkness and illusion, helping individuals to see their limiting belief systems. Clary Sage encourages individuals to remain open to new ideas and new perspectives. It can assist during a healing crisis when a drastic change of perspective, perspective is required. Clary Sage opens the soul to new possibilities and expectations. Isn't this so awesome? It teaches the spirit how to use its divinely given gifts and especially helpful in clarifying spiritual vision. It assists individuals in developing the gift of discernment. Clary Sage invites individuals to expand their vision and accept the reality of the spiritual world. Super spiritual oil, super awesome when you're trying to create something new or when you're trying to see the truth or get through an experience that is you can't understand. Like, how could this possibly happen? Clary Sage invites those, those elements in your brain, in your mind, in your physical body and in your spirit to, to help discern the experience. Okay, cypress, the oil of motion and flow. This is this. I call this this um, protocol the blockbuster because <laughs> this gets you ready to bust through your blocks. So cypress, it um, the negative emotions that it addresses is controlling, fearful, um, perfectionist, rigid, stuck or tense. And the positive properties that it brings about are feeling more flexible, more trusting, flowing with life, and more adaptable. So it, um, it, it assists you or encourages individuals to cast aside their worries and let go of control so they can enjoy the thrill that comes with being alive. So do you see how you can start to connect with some of these? And then um, I did want to read a little bit of Citrus Bliss so you can see why I call this the book. The, Blockbuster. Oh, I should have marked it. Hold, please. Here it comes. There it is. The oil of creativity. Okay, it inspires creativity. Every soul has the need to create. This blend inspires creative expression by reconnecting individuals with their inner child and their natural creative sense. It assists individuals in living abundantly and spontaneously. So let me get to the end. This combination of oils restores confidence in oneself and in one's creations. 
It rekindles the fire of the personality and fills the heart with creativity and joy. So powerful. So if you're feeling a block or you don't even know what you need to start to work on, there's your blockbuster. Start using that oil. And I like to use citrus bliss on my heart, clary sage on my heart and on my feet, and the cypress behind my ears. So there's that. <laughs> okay. You also have some oils that help, especially with generational healing. How cool is that? Both furs. So Douglas fir is the oil of generational wisdom. So I'm going to tell you about that one. So if you guys want to do some generational healing work, get out your Douglas or your white fur or your pedigree. And if you don't have this book, I'm just going to tell you a little bit about what these do. So um, Doug, Douglas fir invites individuals to break free from destructive traditions passed down through their families. It helps them to live according to their own consequence and values by letting go of harmful patterns. Um, it helps people to have meaningful relationships and value over blind, um, healthy relationships over blind traditions. Because you know how sometimes you get stuck in those traditions just because they're traditions, even if they're not good for your family? It helps you have the courage to overcome that. So cool. So I actually put some white fur on before this because this is of generational healing. And um, I just wanted to really be in tune with this oil and this subject. So some patterns are positive while other patterns are negative and white fur helps you to distinguish between the two. Um, it says examples of negative patterns may include um, substance abuse, anger, codependency, physical or emotional abuse, eating issues, pride, and the need to be right. White fur assists in unearthing these negative patterns from the hidden recesses of the body and soul. Are you guys like eating this up? Is this so cool? So use your furs to start to release things that you don't even know about. And then pedigreen is the oil of ancestry. And the oil of ancestry, it helps you connect with your ancestors because something I could go off for a whole nother podcast too is the help we have from the other side. Our ancestors who caused some of these issues, they want to help us fix them and they're there to help you fix them. But pedigree helps you connect to that lineage and, and start to correct some of the things that they, don't, they wish they didn't pass on to you. Okay, is there anything else I wanted to tell you? Okay. How do you use your oils in breaking these patterns? So now we know our generational healing oils and you know the blockbuster to be able to find your blocks or find those patterns. So now all you have to do, you guys, is you look at what is this pattern causing in my life? What, you can look at it, the bad or the good. You can say, what is it causing? Or you can say, what do I want to have in my life? And then you get this little book I've got all my little markers for today. You get this little book and you look up those emotions. And this book will tell you just how to use the oils. So there's another resource that I love and it's um, a book called I Am Fabulous. And that has protocols for certain, all types of self-esteem issues and just believing in yourself and busting through blocks. And then doTERRA also has an emotional healing kit. And I... I think that you use any generational oil, so the pedigree and the white fur, the Douglas fur, and any of the emotional healings, 
oils that you need, the emotional oils, say you need forgiveness. There's an oil for forgive. But the trick behind everything is the intention. So don't just use forgive in your pedigree. You know what you need to forgive. And it could even just be a certain feeling, but use it intentionally that this is what I want to work through. This is what I want to move out of my epigenetics and replace with, with healthy, replace with abundance, right? Okay, is there anything else I wanted to tell you? Oh, for some reason, um, I, I felt I needed to share this. So there is a serious epidemic of not being enough. Everybody has that not being enough. And before this podcast, just today, these three oils kept coming to my mind, kept coming to my mind. And I don't know how they're going to smell together. I've never done this, this particular mixed blend before, but I felt really strongly about sharing it today. So one is bergamot and bergamot is the oil of self-acceptance. And it actually smells really good. It smells citrusy. The other is pink pepper that is an incredible oil. It has so much history and so much amazing characteristics on a physical level. But on an emotional level, it's interesting equality. Is that so cool? Oh, I was reading about it. It was so cool. And then patchouli. Patchouli is the oil of physicality. So it helps you to be fully present in your physical body, which is really, really important. Okay, I think I just fire hosed you with generational use of the oils 101. That was like 105. Um, Marilee, do you have any questions or do you think anybody has any questions that would help clarify anything before we close? Yes. So I was just in my emotional book and since doTERRA does not offer white fur anymore mm -hmm. and Siberian fur is there, it's also something to do with generational. Would, could we substitute that with the intention Absolutely. of, okay. All those trees, all those fir trees are related and, and they actually bring about such similar characteristics. So you're, you're still tapping into that part of your brain that says, ah, I'm going to, I'm going to stop these destru destructive patterns and move forward. It almost like highlights destructive pattern, destructive pattern. You know, it's like, oh, I see you now. And once you see them, it's amazing because it kind of takes the pressure off you. Realize I didn't cause that, you know? That came from somewhere else. Now I can heal this. And when you heal it for you, you're healing it for them, which is really cool. McKay, I have like five pages of notes. I was writing as fast as I could, and I'm gonna go back and listen again. So helpful. And thank you for taking the time to explain genetics and epigenetics, because that is kind of a word that is flung around but, but having you explain that we can, we can actually change the way our DNA expresses by choices that we make now. Power, powerful. So thank you. Thank you. So what would you, what, one last thing that you would just want to say right before we, we're done um, to everybody out there? I just would love to express that you guys, we live in troubled times. Oh dear, we live in a time where life is heavy. If we're not experiencing it, our kids are experiencing it, or our friends are, but we have tools. And just remember that we are the generation of generational healers. If you look four generations back, 
before all the medicines, before everything, the food got crazy and our body chemistry started changing that releases some of these tendencies that we have. We are that fourth generation. And if you use these tools and you just get really clear on what you want to change, you can totally do it. It's an amazing journey. Very empowering. Can I ask a question you. really fast? Marilee, yeah. do you mind if I ask one question? No, go ahead. So, um, McKay, I just had one question. When you had asked about the three questions to ask, um, what, let's say you asked number one, is this something I created? And it was, no, this, is given, this has been given to you generationally. Then what question do you ask? I apologize. I, I, was, doing Mar I was doing exactly what Marilee was, and I was writing everything down. And I'm like, I, I, I miss that somehow. So then you can just ask, is it something I inherited? Get that clarity. Is this something I inherited? Because sometimes it, if you get, it's not something I inherited. If you're, say you're adopted, it's easy to say, if, is this something I inherited? And look at mom and dad and be like, oh, it's mom. Usually people will be like, oh, it's here. But if you don't, if you're not getting that clarity, then go really clear and be like, okay, was this something I created? And really start looking because it might've been before something you can remember, but start working through that as if it was generational because you have, if it's imprinted in you to where you have a pattern that you don't like, it's imprinted. You're probably passing that on. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. So if you get a no, it's okay. You can still move forward, but it's nice to know, okay, that's my stuff. That's my stuff. I'm a hell of Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast. If you like what you heard, come hang out with me on Instagram or Facebook. Give me a shout out and share this podcast episode with a friend. You can tag me and I'll also enter you into my regular giveaways. I love to give out free stuff, essential oils, books, courses. So let's stay connected. I'm also traveling a lot and, and doing workshops all over and classes. So Connect with me on social media and I'll hook you up with some of those. And if you need some tips on getting started with essential oils, you want to join one of my oil camps, or maybe you want to incorporate essential oils into your coaching practice, or want to start an essential oil side hustle with me because you just can't stop talking about these amazing plants, come and connect with me at CallieWilson.com. We have some incredible online courses there too for you. So come check them out. And uh, thanks again for hanging out today. Go use those oils and go do some good. We'll see you soon.